Hey, what's happening, ladies and gentlemen? This is Lucas Bryant from Sci-Fi's Haven, and you are listening to the TV Times 3 podcast. Enjoy. We sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of... Welcome to TV Times 3, episode 197. On this episode, we've got some news. We'll be previewing the Cable Fall 2013 TV schedule and talking about recent episodes of Burn Notice, Suits, and Haven, plus a reality check and some TV on DVD picks. You can find the full show notes with start times for each segment at tvtimes3.com slash 197. I'm Amory from mytakeontv.com. I'm Jason the TV Holic from tvholic.com. And I'm Ray. She's Ray. Yeah, my nose Do you want to hire me for a job? I'm Ray from RayLee.com, but other than that. <laughs> Sorry. Other than that. But other than that. She's just she's Ray. That's all you're going to find is my resume, so <laughs> you can go there. But. Um, important note, we realized, well, Jason realized, Ray and I didn't, that uh, this is our fifth anniversary episode since the first episode we posted was on September 23rd, 2008. 2008, people. Next month, we'll be recording our 200th episode of TV Times 3. So we would love to hear your thoughts, feedback, topic ideas, questions, blah, 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 blah. We're going to be recording it on uh, Monday, October 21st, unless I have to go to California for work. But that's not decided yet. But we'll keep you posted. And send along your thoughts, your memories of us. I'm especially (laughs) interested in your blah, 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 blah. Memories. So, I, yeah, I was thinking sort of a, a, a listener-directed episode. So, like, if there's a show you want us to talk about or uh, if you want to know why Ray stopped watching TV so so often, uh, if, uh, if there's some other topic or, or if you just want to – Or if you just want to send in uh, Your, um, anything about uh, – Yeah, and we'll be reading those. So you can send them into feedback at tvtimes3.com or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or uh, – You know the deal. Or if you want to hear your voice on the podcast, use the uh, voicemail button on the right side of the website. And uh, you can leave like a 30-second message. Who doesn't want message. to hear their voice on the podcast? I don't That's... know. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's our exciting – <laughs> That's our exciting news. Our exciting news. Woohoo! Um, woohoo! In actual news. <laughs> there's actually a lot of stuff this week. Um, AMC has announced that the final season of Mad Men will be 14 episodes and will be split into two seven episode half seasons that will air in spring 2014 and 2015. Parentheses AMC realized they're getting rid of a lot of series and has nothing in production, so can't let Mad Men go yet. Also, they realized that it's been the best thing ever for Breaking Bad, whose numbers just keep going up and up and up. This is true. Uh, I mean, the premiere for this final eight episodes doubled and has stayed there or better than any other episode before that. So they're hoping to get a similar bounce with people catching up over the last, uh, you know, having a year to catch up. Yeah. And they're hoping for that same sort of bounce for the last episodes. Meanwhile, I'm not caught up on Breaking Bad. Which would mean mean like two and a half million people would be watching an episode of Mad Men instead. (laughs) Exactly. 
BBC America has canceled Copper after two seasons. Um, okay. Hulu has renewed yeah, well, animated that was, series. <laughs> that, that was one that it was sort of just like, oh, yeah, that's right. That show's still, that show's still on. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Our finale is on Sunday, but we're done. Yeah, thanks. Uh, the, the thing is they may do uh, a movie mm-hmm. off of it that uh, for of some of the things where the third season would have went. Uh, but that one's sort of a weird. It's one of those you just didn't hear about that much. So it's like I don't even know if it, how much worse it was doing. Or And then why was Donal Logue in it? Yeah, there's so many questions to be asked. <laughs> the main question, I, I always thought it was a good show. But it just is one of those things that it didn't fit to me. It was like, why is a show on BBC America? Why is their first original series set in in a not a? It's not British. <laughs> like that didn't <laughs> it didn't make any sense to me. So now it's gone. Um, Hulu has renewed animated series The Awesomes for a second season. That's Seth Meyers and Josh Meyers and all their friends. Um, who, no, I already read that. Sci-Fi has bought the rights to air the first season of the Canadian werewolf drama Bitten, starring Laura Vandervoort, uh, who's a big, people are big fans of hers. So that's something that's happening. Um, I don't know. I'm a big fan of that series, so. I'm I've excited. never heard of it. You can't go wrong with a pretty blonde on TV. I mean, it's... I mean, you can go wrong with a pretty blonde on TV if they can't act. Luckily, You've never heard of Kelly Armstrong's series? A werewolf series? No. It's a book series. It's not a TV. I have not. Hannah, I have not. Hannah's basically climbing my arm right now. That's because she was hearing about werewolves, and she was like, wait, what? There's a show about werewolves? There's a show about werewolves? She's looking at me like, bitch, please. Um, So that's that. Uh, Maybe I'll check it out and find out what it's all about. TNT has pulled the plug on King and Maxwell after one season, which makes sense, because I might have been the only person watching it. I sort of understand that one, but I think that... That one got hurt by that it played after major crimes, and I'm not sure that the its actual ratings are that bad. It's just that playing after it dropped off a lot. Yeah, after just that. playing after yeah. major crimes that it's. But if it would have played, I don't know. Well, other than like Rizzoli and Isles, I mean, how well do the rest of their series do numbers wise? Because yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it had that huge drop off after. Uh, it did improve over the the course of the the first season, but it also was a more sort of like comic fun sort of take. It on, probably would have been better served if it aired with Franklin and Beth. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say that it is so tonally different from Major Crimes that just because one of the leads used to be on the closer wasn't right. wasn't enough to get people to. To watch it. Exactly. So that's canceled. I did like, I will say this, I love Ryan Hurst, so he was great. And I love Deach and Lockman's ability to cover her accent, so that was great. Um, but otherwise, I don't really care. Uh, FX has renewed The Bridge for a second season. They usually don't take this long to renew it, but I have a feeling there was some there was some contract stuff holding it up. Yeah, there must have been, because that was one that I saw that this morning and I went, wait. Was I thought that was already like it yeah. had been doing pretty well for them, so I was like kind of surprised. Exactly. What one more episode after this week, and then is I mean the next week's episode is the finale, so yeah, that's kind of a, a late in the game for a show that's been doing that well to get renewed. Yeah. 
And then lastly, Lifetime, which should come as no surprise, has canceled Army Wives. Um, a two-hour retrospective with select cast members will air in early 2014. I don't know what that will involve, but I'm sure that Kim Delaney will be slurring her way through it. Uh, anyway, and Catherine Bell's ever-morphing face will show up. There you go. That's our news. All right. Well, we've been uh, we've been looking at uh, doing you know for all the broadcast networks we've been doing fall preview episodes, and so the the only thing left to talk about for fall is uh, what's coming on cable. And so we thought we'd go through the uh, cable schedule and each day and talk about uh, you know what's already started playing, what's uh, coming, uh, what we're looking forward to, and uh, we'll start off with Sunday. Uh, Sundays have. Uh, AMC will have uh, the, the the Walking Dead, uh, followed by the Talking Dead, on uh, October thirteenth. Uh, BBC America has the second season of uh, I believe the second season of Ripper Street starts up uh, December first. Uh, HBO uh, has uh, Boardwalk Empire uh, returned a couple weeks ago on September eighth, and that'll be followed by the final season of Eastbound and Down, as of September twenty ninth, and. Then following that will be new show Hello Ladies, uh, also starting up on September 29th. And then uh, a little bit later, HBO has uh, Treme starting up on December 1st, and that'll be followed by a new show Getting On. And as of the, let's see, wait, that's uh, November 24th. November 24th. And then uh, Hello Ladies will continue to to follow that. And then Jamey. Private School Girl will air on that premieres November twenty fourth. Chris Lilly's new six part series premieres November. Oh, is that where they're going to put that? Yeah, I'm so excited for it. And then uh, Lifetime uh, has uh, uh, Drop Dead Diva returns to finish out its season as of uh, October sixth, and that'll be followed by yeah October sixth. New show Witches of East End also That's on October sixth. <laughs> Uh, that'll also be, that'll be the day that I'll be flying uh, across the country uh, to go to the sci-fi uh, thing. If you see my cousin Eric Balfour, just say hey, what's up for me? Because I couldn't be bothered to go to Toronto. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> couldn't be bothered. Um, PBS has PBS. it's not cable, but I put it on the cable uh, thing because uh, it has a show called The Paradise uh, that's coming. And then uh, Showtime uh, has uh, Homeland, third season of Homeland, followed by a new show, Masters of Sex, starting up on uh, September, uh, let's see. 29th. Yeah, September 29th. And then Mm. it's not exactly fall, but uh, Sunday nights is when the uh, two-hour Psych the Musical is scheduled to play in December. December 15th. That is correct. Very excited. Oh, my dog just jumped over my leather ottoman. Cause she so, was so excited uh, about Psych. Yeah. <laughs> I started clapping and she ran towards me. She's like, what's happening? So, Amory, what are you... Uh... I will be watching Hello Ladies, because I love Stephen Merchant, and I don't care how awkward it is. I love that dude. I will be watching Masters of Sex, because it's incredible. Homeland, because, I don't know, I like Damian Lewis. I don't think the first two episodes are that great, but whatever. Um, and, of course, I'm going to be watching Jamee, Private School Girl, in November, because Chris Lilly is a genius. Um, 
I will watch. Well, I never watched the summer series of Drop Dead Diva. So if I get caught up on that, maybe I'll watch Drop Dead Diva. Uh, and I liked Witches of East End fine. It felt like there was not, almost not enough exposition. Oh, there's people walking across my front yard and my dog is freaking out. I don't know these people. It's worth noting. Anna, lay down. Anywho, um, did I miss anything that I might be watching? No. That's it. How about you, Ray? Uh, um, the Psych Musical. <laughs> I knew that was coming. I'm glad you added it because that's the only thing I'm gonna watch. Well, for yeah. me, on Sundays I'll be watching The Walking Dead and uh, Drop Dead Diva and Homeland, and then also uh, I'm looking forward to checking out Hello Ladies. That looks like that's gonna be funny. I'm interested to see, you know, Stephen Merchant in something that's not with Ricky Gervais. And uh, then uh, Masters of Sex, I haven't got a chance to uh, to watch that or Homeland yet. The, they just, uh, the first couple episodes of those just showed up yesterday uh, for me. So, uh, but I did like uh, The Witches of East End. I liked the, the pilot uh, episode. I think they give you enough in that in the first episode to get an idea what they aren't giving you is if you've seen any of the promos for it they aren't giving you anything about the show other than there's four yeah. hot chicks in it you know like <laughs> and a couple of guys they they could do a they're not doing a very good job of uh of of advertising it from the things that I've seen but the actual episode is is pretty good and I think sort of the things that it some of what it sets up are interesting in the the story, you know, the story elements that they set up. Nation Amick has never looked better. Also, she looks. I, I think she literally is aging backwards. <laughs> Could be, but uh, yeah, that's uh, Sunday nights are interesting just because I think uh, that second hour of prime time with Walking Dead and. Uh, Drop Dead Diva and Homeland, but then also... Homeland. Uh, Jason's a British man. That's right. But also Boardwalk Empire. But then on the the network side, you know, there's The Good Wife. And and uh, there's just a lot of stuff that uh, all in one time slot that that new five-tuner uh, DVR of yours is going to come yes, in handy, it is. Amory. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm very excited about it. And then, of course, like I said, it's not really the fall, but uh, I am looking forward to the Psych Musical. It technically is the fall because doesn't winter not start until December twenty first? Yeah, I, I guess it's a. So it is really, the fall. It's really late. It's really late fall. But since it's only uh, the two hours, it's not like it's starting there and playing more episodes into. Right. Into into the Christmas uh, break time there. All right, so, so that's, Sunday. that's Sunday. We move on to Monday. Uh, Monday. ESPN has Monday Night Football. That's already started up. And TNT will have uh, uh, Major Crimes returns to finish out its season as of September, or not September, November uh, 25th. Is that when Rizzoli and Isles will come back, or are they a different night? Um, well, it's it's been, a, Rizzoli and Isles has been a different night. I haven't seen a, a actual premiere date for when that's coming yeah, back. Yeah, I just saw that they were like, we'll be back in the fall. Rizzoli and Isles. But I don't know if they're going to come back on Tuesdays like they've been playing or if they're going to 
pair them up or on, yeah, on Monday night again, just, you know, for the second part of their season or, or what? So, but, uh, I'll be watching major crimes. Still like that show. Either of you. I mean, I'll be watching major crimes, even though I don't like it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I just, there's something about it that I don't really like, but I also got caught up and don't want to miss it, I guess. There's know, something please. you don't like, but it's still full of a bunch of characters that you like from the closer, so you continue yeah, to watch. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Um, what else is there? I don't think anything else. I don't watch football. Even though you play fantasy football? Yeah. Yes, even though I play fantasy football, I do not watch. Which reminds me, how do I do this week? Um, I will be watching Major Crime. All right, that's uh, three for Major Crimes, even though Amory doesn't know why. Yeah, Exactly. Okay, so on to Tuesdays. Uh, Tuesdays, uh, ABC Family will have uh, the premiere of Ravenswood on uh, October 22nd, and that'll follow the Pretty Little Liars Halloween episode. And then as of the 29th, uh, Ravenswood will move up to uh, the 8 o'clock hour to play out the beginning of its first season. Uh, Comedy Central has... uh, uh, Tosh.0 and Brickleberry returned as of September 3rd. Uh, ESPN has uh, new episodes of 30 of the 30 for 30 documentary series uh, starting up on uh, October 1st. Uh, FX Sons of Anarchy returned on uh, September 10th. And MV- uh, MVP, uh, MTV uh, has uh, scheduled uh, the, re- the second half of uh, this last season of Awkward. And that returns on October 22nd. So, Ray, what are you, anything on Tuesdays? Um, I have Awkward listed. We'll see if I make it through the entire se- half of the season. Because I was not very thrilled with it. Yeah. <laughs> Coming out of the season. The, the, the first half, half yeah, the, the season, first half so. of the season didn't really leave you in a place where you're like, oh, I want to see more of that. Correct. So it's on my list, but I can't guarantee I will stay on there for very long. That's it, though. And besides Sons of Anarchy, Amory, what are you watching on Tuesdays? I mean, I have Awkward on my list, too, but I really couldn't care less about it. What else? Here's my question about Ravenswood. Okay. I don't... Fine, fine. Do a spinoff that's whatever. But if there's no Supernatural in the Pretty Little Liars world... Yeah, I know. (laughs) That's the thing that... How can there be Supernatural in the Ravenswood world? With Like, and if it was different characters, fine. But Caleb is from Pretty Little Liars, and he's going to Ravenswood, and it's going to be about... I just don't understand. Yeah, this is a show that I don't understand why they just couldn't have done it. Like, why does it have to be a spinoff of Pretty Little Liars? Yeah, that's that's the one thing. Yeah, because everything is like technology and gadget based, and that there's various you know minions working for people and stuff that's been able to keep tabs on all these people and uh, and stuff. And then all of a sudden they they drive into Ravenswood and the the color palette changes and <laughs> right exactly and, and things are spooky and weird and uh, they start talking to a person that has that's able to see things, you know, and, and so all of a sudden there's this different element, but yet it's become now part of Pretty Little Liars. I don't understand. But then it'll like spin off and they'll like, the Pretty Little Liars will like never go to Ravenswood. Right. 
exactly. they might they might mention that oh Caleb's over there or something. But uh, yeah, I don't know that one. It may be a good show. It may turn out to be a, you know a decent show, but it just seems weird to of how they're introducing it. I already forget what other Tuesday shows there are. You're gonna are. be watching Which awkward. Yeah, I said I would. I'm not thrilled about it, but yeah, it's on there. Um, but that's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not in love with the idea. Oh, I wanted to add on the, so we did Sundays already, but USA's It Takes a Choir is going to be on Sundays and I'll be watching that. It's on Sunday or Friday? November 3rd. November it's a Sunday. Are you sure? Yeah. Unless they changed it to a Friday. Yeah, November 3rd, which is a Sunday. That's a Was Sunday. it moved from, uh, was it originally supposed to be on Friday and they moved it? No. Right. Anyway. No, Friday will be the day that they move it to if nobody's... Right. <laughs> if nobody watches it on Sunday night. But it's November 3rd, a Sunday. Okay. Anyway, I'll be watching that because I love Gareth Malone. <laughs> so we we jump back to Sunday. Now we'll jump back ahead to Wednesday. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday has, uh, Comedy Central has, uh, South Park, uh, premiering on September 25th, and that'll be followed by Key and Peele that, uh, premiered last week on September 18th. DirecTV has, will have, uh, uh, back-to-back episodes of the new, sh- of a new show, new comedy, uh, Full Circle, uh, and that'll be followed by returning comedies, uh, Call Me Fitz and Less Than Kind, all on October uh, ninth, uh, FX has American Horror Story Coven, uh, also premiering on the 9th of October. Uh, FXX has uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia and the League that started up on September 4th. OWN has uh, Tyler Perry's For Better or Worse started up on September 18th. And TNT has uh, the premiere of new show Mob City starting up on December 4th. So, Amory, any... Uh, Besides the FXX? I'm watching It's Always Sunny. I'm watching The League because they are genius. Genius. Um, I'm watching... Oh, you don't have Top Chef on there. That is correct. Top Chef is Wednesdays as well, and I'll be watching Top Chef. But I think that's it. I don't watch American Horror Story because it freaks me out. (laughs) I just can't do it. How about you, Ray? I have Wednesdays... Um, it's always sunny is already premiered, but that's the only thing I'm watching on cable. And then for me, uh, I'll occasionally watch Key and Peele. It's not on the always watch list, but if I sort of remember to uh, to watch it, they're usually pretty good. And then the only other thing uh, for me on Wednesdays is I'm kind of looking forward to Mob City uh, on TNT, even though it's on its like twelfth name change. I'm still interested to see. Uh, is it called before, like Lost Angels or something? Yeah, it was called. Uh, it's called Lost Angels. Before that, it was called. Uh, I can't remember. La Noir. Yeah, it was called La Noir, but they got sued because of the video game. <laughs> and it, even though, which makes no sense to me, because this is built off of a books of off of a book, which is called La Noir. So it seems like you should be able to call it that, and. Especially since the video game is not called just, it's called L.A. Noir something or whatever. So I don't know. Uh, but mm. apparently they were able to convince uh, whoever that there would be confusion. 
between the two that people would think it was a game based on the show or the show was based on the game or so it went to Lost Angels and now it's Mob City and I still won't watch it but uh, I'm I'm looking forward to that but other than that uh, not a lot on I th- I think Wednesdays overall are kind of uh, for me are sort of the midweek sort of lull in the in the schedule to to catch up with all the stuff from Monday and Tuesday. Not for me. I'm going to be super busy every night of the week. Well, there's there's busy, and then there's super busy. And right. when I went through the the schedule, there was like, I think for me on Wednesdays, there was, overall, there was going to be like half as many, half as many things than any other night. So. So that's Wednesday. And move on to Thursday. Uh, Thursdays, uh, ESPN has uh, college football, and NFL Network has uh, pro football on Thursday nights. Uh, FX has uh, continues to play episodes of Anger Management because they have a gazillion of those. And uh, Sundance Channel has a new uh, series or mini series called The Returned, starting up on October thirty first. And uh, USA Network has. Uh, uh, White Collar returning for its new season on October 17th, and that'll be followed by the second half of uh, this past summer season of Covert Affairs. I mean, Covert Affairs ended, like, last week. Also on the 17th. Well, this similar, I mean, Drop Dead Diva's been a little bit longer, but they're doing sort of the similar thing with the, they had a summer season and then they're coming back in the fall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so if you're... If you're hoping to get more suits in the in the fall, you're not going to get that till January. But Covert Affairs is going to come back and finish out its season. Well, I guess I'll watch White Collar, though I don't think I watched the previous season at all. I don't remember at this point. How about you, Ray? I we're talking about Thursday now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I keep looking over at my list to see if there's anything listed, and no, I have nothing on Thursdays on cable. No, wait. Did you say Ground Floor on TBS? Oh, I'll be watching that too. Assuming I like it. That starts November 14th. I will be watching that. All right. So uh, I'll be... That's uh, Skylar Astin, Bill Lawrence. My, uh, a friend who I used to work with, no longer work with, um, saw like a preview of it like six months ago, I think, when they were doing whatever, you know, trying to get feedback on how it was. Market really research. Liked it, so, yep, it's a market research on ground floor. So he really liked it. Research, so, people. it worked to encourage me to watch it. So, anyway, cool. There you go. So there you have it. Yeah. Ground well, floor. for me, I'll be watching. I'll be watching White Collar. I'm interested to see how they write themselves out of uh, uh, where they put themselves at the end of last season. Which for White like Collar, I, said, I don't. Which which for White Collar usually happens in like the first five ended? minutes. Uh, it ended with the. Uh, Peter being taken to jail for shooting Neil's dad or or for shooting an FBI, another FBI agent, but Neil's dad was actually the one that did it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I definitely did watch last season. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, interested to see, I, I like Covert Affairs, and so I'll be, I'll watch the second half of that season uh, to see where they go. And with that, we'll move on to uh, Friday's. And uh, Fridays, uh, Cinemax has uh, episodes of Strike Back playing right now. 
And uh, as of October 25th, they'll start showing uh, Strike Back Origins, which is the first season of of the show that only aired uh, in Britain. I've been looking forward to seeing it. I'm glad that Cinemax finally got the the rights to show it and and are putting it on sort of as a prequel series since it's actually season one of the show, even though it's season, it's like season zero of the Cinemax version of the show. Mm-hmm. And then uh, IFC has uh, Comedy Bang Bang and The Birthday Boys, new show The Birthday Boys, starting up on October 18th. Uh, Reels has a new show called Cracked uh, that started playing on August 30th. And Sci-Fi has Haven that returned for its fourth season as of September 13th. I am watching Haven. Oh, and it's been confirmed. Ray did find a release that It Takes a Choir is on Fridays at 10 on USA. Oh, so it is moving from... uh... It is not on Sundays any longer. So I'll be watching It Takes a Choir. The reason I was was confirming it because it's on my list. (laughs) And you had it on your list for Fridays. I was like, hold on. Not for Sundays. I actually have something. So I will be watching that. You're like, you're taking these away from the shows I'm actually watching. <laughs> yeah, I am very excited about It Takes a Choir, actually, because I just, I couldn't love Gareth Malone more than I already do. And I'm very excited. And Haven, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. I mean, I love Haven. Love me some Eric freaking Balfour. We all know that. You're like, nah, I don't, but whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't think, I... I I'm not caught up on Strike Back to the point where I'll be able to watch Strike Back for a while, so, meh. But even if you don't get tuned in, you can always jump back and watch Strike Back Origins because... This is true. Which is, uh, as I mentioned, I'm looking forward to that. I'll be watching that. If you find it out there on DVD or something like that, it's called uh, Chris Ryan's Strike Back. It's uh, six episodes. It stars uh, uh, Andrew Lincoln uh, before The Walking Dead. And also Richard uh, Armitage, he's he's been you know he's in the Hobbit and he's been in a bunch of stuff. But I remember him from uh, Robin Hood. He was in uh, he was in the Robin Hood series. Hmm. And then uh, I'll be I'll continue I'll be continuing to watch Haven. And uh, like Amory said, uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about that in the primetime segment. And we'll jump to the last day Saturday, uh, which doesn't have a lot uh, going on. Right now, TV on Saturday. Yeah, right now <laughs> AMC is playing Hell on Wheels, and Stars is playing The White Queen. Hell on Wheels is actually doing really, really well too. Yeah, it might it, it might have actually actually be doing better on a Saturday than it's yeah. done when it was on Sundays. It's crazy, which is interesting. Uh, but the main thing to look forward to on Saturdays uh, come fall is the Doctor Who 50th anniversary special which will be Saturday, November 23rd, and it will be playing simultaneously worldwide. So in my neck of the woods on the West Coast, it'll be playing at 11 a.m., where Ray and Amory are on the East Coast. It'll be playing at 2 p.m. on -hmm. Saturday afternoon. So wherever you are uh, in the world, it'll it'll be playing somewhere all at the same time Uh, that way. Once Saturday is over, and once that hour is over, it's nothing's a spoiler because you had a shot to see it right, when everybody exactly. else did. So Saturday, I am actually watching The White Queen, and I—that's about it. 
I actually have to consult like a history book every time I watch it though, because I'm like, hold on. Who is that person? What is that person doing? Why are they here? What is happening? Oh, it's been rough. That's about it. Yeah, I'm just, for me, I'm uh, pretty much just looking forward to the Doctor Who. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that too, though I'm not sure how they're going to have two doctors be in the same scenes together if they are different, whatever. But, you know, I'll just leave it up to them. But in this show, the way they do stuff, uh, it, I'm sure it'll be fun. So, so that's all right. uh, that's so a look that's at what's coming cable. on cable. It definitely tones down from summer to uh, to fall. Uh, there's not as as much stuff, but there's starting to be more and more stuff though coming in in the fall to compete with all the the broadcast networks. Yeah, and nine o'clock, eight central on a. Uh, on Sundays might be the most ridiculous time slot of them all. In the history of the universe. <laughs> that's only if you're watching any of the things that are happening at that Well, that's place. true, but uh, <laughs> I I'm, I'm, think I'm watching like five of the nine scripted shows that play during that that period of time. But of each primetime hour throughout the week, that is, for me, I the way I looked at it, for me... Since I watch mainly scripted programming, it is the it is the one hour that has the most scripted programming all at the same time. There's no other there's no other night or hour that ha- that really comes uh, within. I think maybe maybe like yeah. seven, but yet I'm only watching you know like three of them or something like that. So for me, it's both the crowded most crowded hour for things that I'm actually watching and just in general. All right, so that's cable. Cable, cable. Prime time! Just have a couple shows that we're talking about tonight. Um, Burn Notice, Season 7, Episode 13, Reckoning, the series finale, in which I haven't watched... Okay, so I I hadn't watched Burn Notice for like two seasons. So perhaps I didn't exactly know what was going on or what John Piper Ferguson's big deal was, um, the bad guy, but I bawled my eyes out. At the Madeline and Michael scene, bawled my freaking eyes out. Otherwise, it was just like, meh, whatever, because I had no idea what was happening. Ray, had you been watching all along, or did you just tune back in for the final? I have not been watching all along. (laughs) Um, However, I did not tune in for just the final. I saw not... Um, like two weeks before I happened to catch an episode, it's the one where um, he turned rogue, where he went against the CIA. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to combine CIA and FBI the together, and that CIA? wasn't right. Against the CBI? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know that made-up Bureau of Investigation on the Mentalist? Oh! Um, yeah. So it was that one that where I first watched and then when I was going to watch the finale I actually taped the um one like they played the episode that was right before the finale which was in between the episode I saw and the finale. So you ended up um, seeing the last 3? Correct. So I had an idea what was going on. Like I didn't know the whole history of what had happened, but I knew probably more than Amory did as to what was going on going into um, that storyline in the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, that said, I still thought the first 40 minutes I could have done on with – they were boring. <laughs> Not boring, yeah. but like it just wasn't, wasn't anything to write home about. Um, but the last 
15 to 20 minutes worked pretty great. And I also bawled. Um, and um, I think they did a really good job, like, calling back to things in the beginning. I think they did a good job of even including, like, Jesse in the goodbye, like, acknowledging, you know what I mean, what he went through when he first joined them, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, calling back to things. Like, I, even though it was kind of corny, I liked um, her when he said, what am I going to tell him? And she said, I think I would start with, I'm Michael Weston and I was a spy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did like that. Um, I also love, shall we shoot them? Which was, that was like in the intro from the show. And then a um, bunch of whiny little girls or whatever Sam said. It was nice. It was nice to have callbacks like that. And this coming from the person. So let me just say, um, when I, I, I like didn't watch, ER for the last eight seasons or something and I still cried like a baby at that finale so like I cry at finales that's what I do um but it was really I thought it was a really nice ending and it was better than spoiler alert I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay <laughs> well it wasn't exactly okay but uh he was a lumberjack it's the stupidest thing I've ever heard anyway you got a little you got a little Dexter in my burn notice oh my um, god but yeah I thought the Stupid. I thought that the I thought that they did a pretty good job, like you said, calling back to things, and especially you know things early on. Uh, and uh, I'm not a huge fan. Speaking of of Dexter, always of uh, of characters that you've grown to care about over the course of a long period of time, biting it in the end. But but they did give Madeline sort of a she she did go out with a bang. Um, yes, and. Uh, but overall, I think it, I think it worked pretty well. Uh, the I think the final season arced pretty well for the most part, uh, and you know a solid uh, a solid ending. It, definitely better than most of what happened in the Dexter finale, which, which actually I thought overall the season and some of the ideas in the season were good, but led up to just a really pathetic ending to the to the show what are we talking about dexter now yeah dexter yeah that was the stupidest thing ever to go back to burn notice i think yeah. one of my issues with the first half of the show i guess the episode was and and maybe it was because of the what michael was supposed to be going through but i thought like from going back to the beginning of the show like the voiceovers like it just didn't have the same oomph or same feeling to them that they used to have in the beginning. So that's kind of what took me away from the first half of the show. I mean, other than the fact that also, I mean, I think it's not supposed to be whatever. Cause you're not, Michael is on somebody else's side for the first half. So that makes it a little difficult anyway. But anyway, like I said, I still think the end was great. So. Yes. Yeah, so that's burn notice. It was a fun um, ride. It was my first uh, set visit. And it was awesome. So there you go. Next up, Suits. Season 3, episode 10, Stay, parentheses, summer finale. I don't know what it is. I like Suits. I really do. And I really enjoy the performances and, like, all kinds of stuff. But I just get bored with it. I, like, want to fast forward to, like, through things. Because I'm just like, whatever, who cares? I hear that. I I like suits. I like uh, you know some of the stuff that goes on. A, a lot of stuff. I like that over the last couple episodes of this part of the season, they finally sort of got they got rid of the other firm and sort of 
got back to being on, you know, with Jessica and Harvey being back sort of on the same side. And, you know, the, the episode where they, you know, where he, you know, and where he includes, uh, gosh, why am I, for, can't think of his name, Lewis, you know, where he includes Lewis and things. And uh, it, it just, uh-huh. all these things happen. I, I liked, you know, Rachel going in and, and getting something in return for signing that thing. Sure. Uh, a lot of these things all worked uh, really well. But then you had to have, you know, Lewis happen upon the file room for the Harvard Law School. And I think the thing that bothered me most is that every file looked exactly the same. And I was like, this is the, this is files from over the course of years and years. You think they've been doing it exactly the same for, I don't know why a little thing like that bothered me, but, Hmm. uh, but yeah, but then you had to have Lewis find, you know, not find a file. And, uh, it just seems that somebody as smart as these people would have maybe thought that they, that just getting some computer records weren't going to do it, that they might need to do something else. And, and once again, because they do it so often, or it seems like they do it so often, once again, the secret is going to uh, uh, is going to come into play, and it just seems like that comes into play too often. I don't know. Right. Here's my other thing. Shouldn't so Sheila Zaz or whatever? Shouldn't like she seems to know everything about anybody who ever attended Harvard. Shouldn't she also be like Mike never yeah, attended like, Harvard? Yeah, like she might know that. I don't know. I just there's no there's no way this is going to end well for anybody. I understand this is the whole premise of the show, but there is no way it's going to end well when they find out that all of these things that Mike's been involved in are, like, not valid. Yeah, I, I don't know where, yeah, you know, because it just seems like when you have all these characters, and again, you, you show you, you, you start to care about these different characters and their relationships and stuff like that, and, you know, and Mike's had a, a rough time, and this has been his shot to, you know, change his life, and... uh and so you're sort of rooting for all these people and yeah, they've done something wrong here, but they've sort of done it for the right reason. But the only thing you can see down the road is that sooner or later they all get caught and they're all screwed. Ray, are you still watching? Yeah. What are your thoughts? Um, I enjoy it. I also could, I, I liked the, actually this season for the most part, they had gone away from the secret, like after, Everything happened at the very beginning of the season, and they <laughs> – and um, Mike and Jessica – Jessica? Yeah. Um, got together. Is it oh, Jessica? Rachel. 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 He's like, That's Rachel. not right. <laughs> um, when Mike and Rachel got together, like, they kind of, like, dropped that whole aspect for, like, almost an entire – I don't know if this was a full season or half a season, whatever it was. Um, and I liked, actually, that it kind of went away and was a non-issue. So, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed that they're once again dragging it up and that, I mean, I don't know how it's going to play out, except that maybe Lewis realizes that even if, even if he did anything, you know what I mean? Like it would invalidate the whole firm at this point because everybody who's involved. So, right. like I don't, unless he just uses it for leverage, which that I could appreciate. Um, But as far as the idea, I mean, yes, the whole premise kind of falls apart when you think about the fact that if it ever comes out, everybody's screwed and every, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
And it goes against the tone of the show anyway, so that'll never happen on a USA show. <laughs> right, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it'll just never happen. Even in the end, like, they could end it that way, I guess. That could be the end of the show, but really, I don't think it's going to happen. So, like, the whole, that <laughs> the whole se- premise. Just... The series finale is a giant perp walk of them all being. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, maybe they all just figure out that <laughs> um, they would be happier doing something else anyway. <laughs> Um, so even though they all lose their law licenses, it's okay. <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm just saying like it, that whole, it kind of falls apart when I, when they, when you think about it. So like, I, I just don't like that they keep returning to it. Cause I just would kind of like to forget that that like is an idea or <laughs> whatever. I think in some ways, psych, by the way, follows the same, has the same problem. Like if you think about when everything happened, when everybody finds out that he's not a psychic, <laughs> Yeah. It has the same, you know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, not not quite the same because not everybody's whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, point is, but so I like Suits and I enjoyed the finale except for when we got to that part where I was just like, really? This again? Yeah, I, I think the thing <laughs> um, is, is that of course you're going to go back to it, but in a series that is doing really well and is likely to have a pretty solid run, mm-hmm. it seems like going back to it at larger intervals would make it more impactful that, you know, because yeah, then you allow the characters to get comfortable Yeah, because the audience and the characters would all have sort of gotten comfortable in it a little bit. And then it would have more impact. Uh, it just, cause especially with these short, cause it's, it's not just that, you know, you're like, yeah, you're in season three, but it's also, they do short runs of, of the show. You know, it's, it's not like this is, we're halfway through a third season of 22 episodes right. and, and they're hitting on it again. We're 10 episodes into the third season that does like what, like 12 to 16 episode seasons. Uh, so, and this is like the third time, you know, this has come up and become, you know, sort of a big deal. Right. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I enjoy it. I'll keep watching it. I just, also am bored with it. So I don't know. Well, the the other thing that I like is this season more than the past seasons is the overall arc uh, of the story that they told. They had, you know, things that they had to do each week. But overall, it was all working towards one sort of big case. Uh, it was, they were all a lot of things involved in, uh, you know, this one client, you know, working for the one client. And then even once they get her off, they're the story still continues because now she's pissed at them uh, for how things went down. And so I like that the overarching story of the season has connected all the things that they've been doing. Yeah. It made, it gives, it gives each, while you could still watch an episode and it had a beginning and, you know, middle and end, uh, they would, you know, complete some task or some part of the case in it. The overall story kept going and each thing provided each episode provided forward momentum for the overall story, uh, not just like tacking some overall story onto an end of an episode or something like that. Right. So, I mean, I'll tune back in and hopefully they do kind of keep this long instead of the case of the week. I kind of hope that they do. Though I got to say, I'm not a fan. I, I don't dislike Abigail Spencer at all. Like I really like her, but I don't like Scotty and Harvey together. I just don't like them. So it's going to be t- like tough having her around because I don't like her. 
But we'll see what happens when it returns. Moving on to Haven. Season 4, Episode 1, Fallout, and Episode 2, Survivors. So we talk about how, like, USA shows and stuff, they kind of always feel like they have to get right back to the status quo in, like, an episode or two. What I like about what Haven's done so far, here we are at the end of two, two episodes, Audrey still has no idea that she's Audrey. People still have no idea where Audrey is. We don't know who Colin Ferguson is, though I have a theory who Colin Ferguson is. There's just so much that they're not, like, they're not wrapping anything up. And I like that. Because it's not back to the status quo right away. Yeah, I mean, they've still had, you know, some sort of a case or whatever, but it things are sort of getting worse because of what happened at the end of Season 3. And yeah. uh, I think so far, what we've seen here, they've done a good job of how they, you know, sort of the barn got destroyed or or whatever happened to the barn that caused things not to work the way they usually do, which was the every 27 years thing. Yeah. Uh, so I like that at the end of season three, they, they went through with it like a different show or another show would be like, Oops, sorry. She's not going in the barn, yeah. but she went in the barn. But also it, it did it in such a way that it changed the aspect of what that meant. So that they could, cause obviously they're not going, the show wasn't going to like, jump ahead 27 years so that you can right. have uh, her back on the show. Um, so that I, I find, I found that interesting. I, I like all the st- You're starting to find out more about, you know, the guard and all these things. Have I think Jordan's a little too pissed off. I think she needs to settle it down. Yeah. So I think uh, that's, I think it, they've done a good job of, of changing, of still keeping the show what it is, but also, giving you a plausible explanation for why, uh, you know, for being able to keep her around past the story that they set up, but that also it changes things up in such a way uh, that it makes it, you know, compelling and interesting. You're like, well, I don't know. I, I, so here's my theory. I think Colin Ferguson is their son. Amory. What? Colin Ferguson is an actor. No, I'm just <laughs> Um, Uh, But seriously, I honestly think that the show has established Nathan and Audrey so much as the only love interests for each other that I don't think that this William guy will be, or whatever his name is. Is he playing William right now or whatever their son's name is? I think that it'll be their son. Because he didn't die, their son, did he? Maybe the barn healed him. I don't know. I just don't think that he's going to be a love interest. But I really like him because I think he and Emily have great, like, they're great together. So we'll see. We'll see. But so far, season four is not disappointing me. Is the most important part of the story. Yeah, and if things continue to to work out in such a way, they Haven seasons usually build really well. Right. Uh, so if, if if you've got one starting out well... Things can only things can only go up. So that's Haven. Uh, Now it's time for Ray to talk about some new shows that she has not had a chance to talk about on the podcast before. So, Ray, tell us your thoughts on Sleepy Hollow, Mom, The Blacklist, and Brooklyn Nine Nine because I know you're watching those four, or you watched those four. I did watch (laughs) those four. 
Um, I am watching. Well, I watched both episodes of Sleepy Hollow. And I like it. I don't really understand why all the critics love it, but like, like worship it, love it. Like these people right. are crazy, like in love with it. Right. Like, I mean, here's what I'll say about it. I think it's a really well done supernatural show. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think it's any different than like, say supernatural or, um, to go way back Buffy or charmed or, I mean, I hate to put, maybe all of those in the same category, but I just mean like as far as like a supernatural with supernatural elements type of show, um, I think it's well done, but I don't think it's anything like genre busting. That's the correct way to say Like, I don't think it's like some amazing show, Um, but it's good enough that it's keeping my interest and I'm liking it. Um, I have to say, I watched the second episode because my, I was one of those, I don't love it. I like it enough. Um, but the second episode kind of made me more interested in it because I saw where they were going with it a little bit more. And I like, I like the idea. Well, I think it's just going to be your supernatural thing of the week thing, which is... I really just want him to get like real clothes, like grown, like human, like not human clothes because he's human, but I mean like modern Modern clothes. day clothes. I get that. Um, I like all the stuff they do with him, with him like getting like you know what i mean having to adjust to things but then um on the flip side of that is they almost do it a little too much because then they don't do it for other things and i'm like wouldn't he also be freaked out by that (laughs) but okay (laughs) um (laughs) like i don't remember if they did it the first time i know when he saw a car but maybe not the first time he rode in a car which the first time you ride in a car all the things in the car would be weird it's strange to you whatever Whatever. It doesn't really matter. Well, they but... had him They had him playing with the window, going up and down, up and down. That's true. They did have him doing that. Um, then, that really wasn't what I was thinking about. And then when they got to that. to someplace, he was like, how do you how do you get out? How do you get out of here? Um, so, yeah. But um, anyway, I think it's well done. I don't know if I'll stick with it because I all of those kind of supernatural shows, I ended up kind of going away from for a little while and then coming mm-hmm. back just to see how they conclude the big story they started initially <laughs> because you get like you know what i mean there's only so many supernatural stories that you can watch before you're like yeah, yeah i know how the supernatural story goes so um like this week i i knew that it was about collecting the ashes whatever like it's just that and maybe it's just because i watch a lot of those shows so i know kind of how they go um but i think it's really well done and i like it um uh for now it is tentatively on my list like I'm, I'm taping it. I added a series recording. I don't know how long I'll stick with it, but. So congratulations, Sleepy Hollow. Yes. It's not a lot of competition at the moment, Sleepy Hollow, so don't get too <laughs> big for your britches, but. Um, what else was I talking about? Mom is next. Mom. Okay. Um, Mom is fine. It's decent. It's your typical Chuck Lorre humor. Mm-hmm. Um, in my opinion, only this time with a focus on um, screwed up women as opposed to screwed up men. Because if, if you really think about it, two and a half men, which I know Amory's not a fan of, or most not people in the world. Um, in two and a half men, the women are actually the ones who kind of have everything together. And it's the men who are the screw ups. Um, and this feels kind of not so much like it's flip flopped, but it feels like it's more focused on women relationships that are screwed up, whatever. Um so it's fine. It, the humor, it made me laugh. Um, it's not something I feel like I need to watch each week. 
Um, I do love Alice and Janney, but I don't think in this type of show I actually care about having to see it each week. Um, mm-hmm. I know that if I tune in and watch it, I'll laugh, but um, I'm not going to record it. So. so that's Mom. That's Mom. Blacklist, is that what's next? Blacklist is next. Um, I really liked Blacklist. This shouldn't be too much of a surprise because um, I love... I love me some James Spader. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought he was really good in this. And um, I liked the, I know that it's going to mostly be a procedural because that's what these all are. But um, I liked the overarching story that they set out. Um, and I am intrigued enough to watch and see how that goes. And it seems like they'll probably um, build it into several episodes going in before they would go to a strict, like just catching the criminal of the week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess partly because we, we would, we would be seeing their relationship build. So you'd be wondering again, why he picked her. Um, so I, I really liked it. I plan on watching it. Um, it may knock. I don't know that it'll knock castle completely. Cause I already am have that weird relationship with Castle where I don't need to watch it right away. I kind of yeah. just watch it at what point in the week I'm okay with watching something light and humorous. So, and nothing about the premiere changed that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and what else? Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Nine-Nine was the last one. Um, I really like that one. Um, it actually got itself a series recording already. You um, go ahead, comedy, getting a series recording. <laughs> wow. Just in the first couple of days of the week, uh, Ray's Ray's list of uh, comedies is of, or yeah, I was gonna say of of uh, her list of shows almost doubled. Hey, <laughs> yeah, there's nothing wrong with not watching a lot of TV. It didn't double. Monday is a weird day. Like Monday, I'm looking at my list. Monday doesn't actually have the most shows, but it has like I'm all over the freaking channels. Yeah. So it seems like it has the most shows, but it has multiple shows at the same time, which no other day has that. Like every hour has something happening in it. That's not true of every other, any other day. <laughs> so, um, so don't get used to it you, is like, what I'm saying. I'm surprised, you say? you like, I'm surprised you like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, not because I don't like it, but I just, I don't know. I didn't know. I'm not a fan of Andy Samberg. Yeah, I didn't know if you were weren't a fan of Andy and it's very Andy, but like I said, he's not as Sam Bergy as he's been in other things. So yeah, I but think the whole that, show is kind of like that. So I'm, I think it's yeah. okay. And the uh, rest of the cast kind of balances him out. Yeah, I think so. And I think like they had enough, like, um, I, uh, on SNL, I think maybe it's just that you see so much of the gimmicky skit. Andy. Yeah. Um, you don't ever get any of the real and I liked that the show actually had, like, a couple of moments where he, like, like he kind of got it. You know what I mean? Like, he mm-hmm. stepped back from himself and was real for a moment and then went right back into it. Like, because I think that kind of shows that he's not just about that. Um, so I like that. And I like, um, what's his name? The uh, captain's name? Andre Brower. Yeah, I like him a lot. So, um Anyway, I liked it. Um, it was funny. It made me laugh. And I, and I watched, actually watched the pilot multiple times. As did I. So, there you have it. There's then, Ray's take. Can I just add, because you guys yeah. saw Trophy Wife when you were talking about it. Yes. And by the time this airs, Trophy Wife will have aired. And I will just wanted to add, because Amory suggested it to me, and I wanted to say that it is actually the 
Um, probably my favorite of all of the ones I've seen so far, and it has already got itself a series recording. Hasn't even started airing yet. Hasn't even started. Man, I love Trophy Wife. I just love it. And I, a lot of that has to do with my love for Bradley Woodford, um, but also the rest of the cast is fantastic. So, oh, I think the kids are great. I like the I like the oh setup. My God, Bert, Bert, that kid is genius. That little kid, that little Chinese kid. I'm from China. Oh my God, that kid is hysterical. And I just think that Bradley's character, like, he gets it. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he kind of gets how ridiculous it all is, but he, you know what I mean? Like, but it's just his life, so he's living with it. Um, And I kind of, I like that. I think that helps ground it a little bit. When she's out there looking for the hide key. Oh, my God. You guys, trophy wife. Amazing. Um, So, yeah. So there's Ray's, uh, Ray's little blurbs about shows that we haven't talked about yet. We'll check back in by the 200th episode. Adding Trophy Wife to it, it it's almost like it's a well, quadruple here. Well, don't get used here. to it because there's not a whole lot of... <laughs> we'll have to check back There's not even a whole lot of Ray. other ones on my... Like, Back in the Game is on there tentatively because I wasn't in love with that pilot. Yes. Um, I don't know how I'm going to feel about the crazy ones or Michael J. Fox, but those are the only two at the end of the week that are even on my list. And then... <laughs> love Michael J. Fox. I love it. Anyway. Um, I love it. Yeah, so we'll check back with Ray in three weeks to see where she stands on our 200th episode. Um, in three weeks, I could get rid of some other ones. Exactly. In three weeks, <laughs> everything else she's ever watched could be gone. You don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. You never know. As yeah. I told Amory this week. She might drop all the old shows, and she'll just be watching nothing but new shows. <laughs> it's possible. Like, I legitimately had a conflict on Thursday night with Grays, and I was like, I could just stop watching Grays. Yeah. <laughs> and I did end up making Grays the one that didn't tape, even though it was like, it's a two-hour premiere, right? But I was like, uh, I'll tape those other ones and watch Grays online at some point. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Don't be surprised in three weeks if Grays is gone completely. <laughs> so we will check back in. So a little time for a little reality. Project Runway, I hate every designer. I don't know why. I just don't like anybody, and I don't care who wins, and I want the season to be over. But now I'm invested, like, in what does happen. Um, so I hope Alexandra's gone soon, because she's the worst. Uh, still watching America's Next Top Model. And those people are crazy, crazy bananas. And I have I have a bone to pick with Tyra, because they, they've had these, um, like, photo shoots... So if somebody was kicked off, they have been actually participating in the photo shoots. And while this was filming, social media was rating them. So last on last week's episode, it was the final time. And this one guy was kicked out, Phil, who I really liked. And, and Tyra was like, but now might be the time for you to get back in. And we all knew that Phil's um, social media score hadn't been great. So I think it was very unfair that Phil was kicked out and didn't get one additional week like everybody else did to try and raise his social media score. I don't like the model who was brought back in. So I have a problem with that. Tyra, if you're listening, next year it has to change. Um, so that's America's Next Set model. Survivor. Uh, I love Survivor. I've loved Survivor every season except China. Uh, 27 seasons now. I like seeing old mem- people come back that I am not sick of. 
Rupert, I'm a little sick of. He should probably go. But I'm not sick of anybody else, except I hate, 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 hate that Colton guy. And I hope he does get sick and gets to kick, get kicked out again because he's awful. He's not, he, he's bigoted, even though he's, like, he's, ugh, he's racist. Oh, he's the worst. He's a gay man who, like, I don't know. He thinks he's the only person in the world that exists. And in the meantime, in trying to be like, I don't know, oh, I'm a minority too, he is then racist against, like, black people and his nanny and he can't even give her a real name. Like, it's just, I can't even explain it, but he's the worst and he should go away quick. And I don't understand how he has a fiancé because God love his fiancé. He probably has to deal with so much shit. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, that survivor. We'll see what happens. I hope Candace uh, wins everything. I might need to change the name of this segment from Amory's Reality Check to Amory Hates Reality. <laughs> I watch it all, but I hate it. Incidentally, this is not related to reality, but I'm literally sitting in the dark because I didn't put any lights on before we started recording, and I can't reach any lights, and so I didn't get up to put them on. But anyway, um, our last thing on reality is... Though I feel like there was something else I thought about adding, but then forgot. But I don't think there's anything else I'm watching. Anyway, great. But short. The, the, the short bit is that she would have hated it. So yeah, on to the great I food truck race. About it. So on to the great food truck race. God, Philly's finest are a bunch of idiots. They're a bunch of idiots. That but was I my. I think my favorite thing was the was Mike Ditka calling them like, pathetic you sold 10. for selling ten sausages. Um, uh, yeah. Talk about their whole thing of going out the f- at the end of the first day to get more stuff so that they would be ready to go on the second day, but then hadn't done a, a very good job of of planning. I will say, I do support them going to buy Amoroso rolls because you can't get a good cheesesteak without a real Philly Amoroso role i understand that yeah it was but it was you have to then actually sell things <laughs> to make it worth it but you got to put a little more planning into like let's just go to the beach but not calling anywhere to, to find out yeah. if you can actually do that before you get there and that that they went they lost so much time yes. uh, that uh, that they weren't able you know to sell stuff here's that, my other question is there a hawaiian event happening in every, every city, town every day of every week every weekend some town is having a, a, a hawaiian event or they're able to find something you know because the one place they found like a hawaiian themed restaurant or bar right. or something like that and they they teamed up they've with just them gotten and, lucky i don't know that they're necessarily great cooks they've just gotten lucky but yeah i think uh but we, i hope tika tika taco wins cause they like show up to Chicago and they're having a like Leia, Leia. A, a, an event and so they just pull up and there's already like 150 people standing in line waiting to eat. I will say that it's very exciting that Tika Tika still beat them even with the hollow like the that that was fun. Yeah, well, it was the the thing that was interesting though was as Tyler said after the first day that you know Tika Tika had the $1000 bonus from the pizza challenge and after that first day, the Aloha plate truck had you know was in within a couple hundred dollars of them, so they had sold a lot of food, and so Ticka Ticka needed to win the next challenge to uh, get the 
you know, to get onto uh, that, get a five hour advantage to be able to sell yeah. ahead of time in the next place. Cause I'm sure next the, in the following weekend, there's, there's a, some Hawaiian event going on in Annapolis, Maryland exactly. somewhere. Exactly. So we'll see. I hope Tika Tika wins it. I don't dislike the Hawaiians. I just think that they've gotten lucky. And I think Tika Tika's actually sold on their, their good food. So I hope that they take it. So that's reality for the week. TV on DVD picks for Tuesday, October 1st. There was a lot on the list. And I don't care about many of them. New Girl Season 2, sure get it, but my pick is Wings Season 1 and Season 2 because you can never not... I mean, Wings is just great. Wings is just great, and you should have it in your collection. Yeah, Wings is good. Uh, my picks were uh, uh, Awkward Season 1 and 2 and uh, New Girl Season 2, both because Awkward Season 1 and 2 is <laughs> was good <laughs> compared to right. what we've been getting in Season 3. Right. And uh, New Girl was clearly uh, the season... After you know a, a pretty good first season where they figured out what the show was going to be, uh, except for Winston, uh, yeah, and and it was a, a really good. Uh, although maybe they have figured out what Winston is, and he's just the character to attach to everybody else's storyline so that they can fill out right. the, the the stories. But uh, that's uh, that. Those would those would be my picks. Uh, Ray, both both uh, highly rewatchable. Uh, yes. Yeah, At least awkward season one. I like Ray. Ray, what is your pick? For My pick is that you should save your money this week so that you can buy Psych next week. Like season seven. Um, okay. I mean, though I'm I know Ray agrees be... about Wings because Wings. Yeah, but like Wings has already been out, so like this whole one and two, I don't. I'm not saying you shouldn't buy it. I'm saying if you were a Wings fan, you already own Wings, so whatever. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't need to go buy the new combination pack is all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Unless you're listening to this and going, Wings? What is Wings? Oh, and then if you're listening to this and you're going, Wings, what is Wings? Oh, my that's God. Me. That's all I have to say if you're saying that. You, you are, are dead to me. <laughs> also, you can watch it on Netflix, so. Yes. You don't have to buy it. You can go watch it there. Um, I would agree with New Girl, by the way. Um, I guess I agree with Awkward, except I just I don't understand what they're doing with the releases with Awkward since they released Awkward as a first season. Now it's season one and two. So what's going on with that? <laughs> yeah, the, Again, I'm not sure you need to buy the combo. Yeah, at the and I didn't love season two as much as season one anyway. So. Although if you want season two, this is apparently the only way you can get it right now. <laughs> Yeah, it's like a weird. Yeah. I don't know what they're doing. Well, I maybe mean, they're maybe they're just I maybe they just decided that there would be season one and two, and then you know they'll put out a season three. The whole this, thing since, uh, since season three is longer. Uh, is this season one and season two available as Blu-ray? Because the first release that they gave was not available in a Blu-ray. No, I think this is uh, well at least the. The review copy that showed up here the other day was just a DVD, so I don't, I don't, I haven't I seen brag it. like that. Humble <laughs> brag. <laughs> uh, oh, my review copy was just the standard. Well, well it's <laughs> well, it, it it just happened to show up. At, it's mm -hmm. I tell you, uh -huh. uh, the things that show up sometimes also, are by random. The way, I hope everybody listening now understands why he chose that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's because. 
It's because I actually like really like season one of. Uh, I was Awkward. surprised yeah, that season it actually, one of Awkward is really good. I was surprised that it actually uh, showed up, uh, but uh, you know, I have it sitting there. It's probably going to end up as a giveaway on the site, so you know, keep an eye out for that. Pay attention. Maybe we'll do something in conjunction. So don't go buy it because you could win it from Jason. <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll do something. Uh, maybe we'll do something on the two hundredth episode to. Uh, if you actually leave a voicemail, you might win. Yeah, there you go. Ooh, <laughs> there you yes. Go. And Ray's got a good idea. So, yeah. Now we'll, you have an uh, excuse to hear your voice the on the best, podcast. Yeah, the best voicemail left on for us to use on the 200th episode will uh, win a copy of Awkward Season 1 and 2 on DVD. A DVD I recommend you not get anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Ray really recommends that if you... That you should, if you're gonna buy an awkward DVD, that uh, you buy just season one all by itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would agree with that too. You should just stick with season one and pretend all the other seasons don't exist. <laughs> yes. So that's our um, weekly DVD roundup. Next week, Jason will be joined with two yet to be determined guests Although to talk about. We have uh, just came in uh, Joel Keller. Breaking news! Yes, breaking news on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Joel Keller from antenna from the from antennafree.tv and the Antenna Free TV podcast will be one of the guests. Okay, um, one of the guests will be Joel uh, to talk about some season premieres of returning shows. So who knows what they don't know what they're talking about yet. We usually you know decide on the the show list uh, between uh, who's going to be there, but likely to show up sure, are sure. things like uh, uh, Homeland and uh, you know, maybe some How I Met Your Mother. Some of the bigger things that have. Uh, that are coming back. We've been talking about a lot of uh, what's new that's coming, and so mm-hmm. figured it was time to talk about some uh, some of the getting into the, the swing of things, some of the returning stuff, getting a little bit back to. Uh, You're going to be talking about shows about swingers. Is that what I heard? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, sorry. Anyway, you can find links to the news and DVDs we mentioned in the show notes at tvtimes3.com/slash one ninety seven. As always, we'd love to hear your thoughts on what cable shows you are going to be watching this fall or anything else we talked about this week. Drop us an email at feedback at tvtimes3.com or leave a comment at the show notes. Also, if you'd like to be part of our 200th episode, then send us your questions and topics that you'd like us to talk about. Also, don't forget to leave us a voicemail. Our music today was provided by IODA Promonet. The song is TV Party by the Asylum Street Bankers from their Mercurial title put out by Yellow Dog Records. And that's all she wrote, folks. All right. I gotta get some lights off in this place. And a, a, a happy fifth anniversary. And a happy fifth anniversary. For he's a jolly good fellow. I mean, I don't know what you say at this point. <laughs> he's a jolly good fellow. For it's a jolly good podcast. Which nobody can deny. I don't know what the fifth anniversary is. TV uh, on DVD. Yes. Uh. <laughs> for this fifth anniversary celebration... And my upcoming second and thirtieth birthday. Um, TV on DVD is always a good gift. I feel like the fifth anniversary is ten. Hang on, I'm looking this up. I'm not going until we decide. <laughs> anniversary 10? gifts. For, I think it's ten. Hang on, I'm making that up. Though, That's I, exciting. <laughs> first anniversary traditional is paper. Second is cotton. Third is leather. <laughs> Fourth is flowers. Fifth wedding anniversary or whatever. You're supposed to get wood. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Traditional. Well, <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, wood. we don't want you to send us your wood. So. Oh my god! <laughs> On a note, 
I never thought we'd end on. It's time for me to go. All right. Hey, bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> we sit glued to the TV set all night. And every night. Why go into the outside world at all? It's such a fright. We got nothing better to do than watch TV and have a couple of brews. Hello. 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 All right. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> now, if, it if, if we would have went around in a circle there with a hello, hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> anyway, I'm, Hi. yes, I was All just right. talking away. forget what I was talking about. <laughs> and it was like, boom, hung up. Yeah, well, Sorry. it was... Amory said, uh, or Ray said, uh, I'm watching It's Always Sunny and that's it. And then you guys were gone. And then it was like, and that's it. That's it. I'm done. So, as I was saying.